happy, happy Tuesday. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, Tuesday. That's what I used to say to myself on a Tuesday to kickstart myself and get out of bed. But today I feel absolutely incredible, which I'm so grateful for. Like when you wake up in the morning and you feel good, like make sure you give thanks. One of the things that I started to do like many years ago when I rolled out of bed um, after I'd done my prayers, I would literally open my eyes and go straight into prayer. And for those of you that associate prayer with a religion, that's not what prayer is for me. Prayer is taking a moment to sit with myself, taking a moment to talk life over my life, taking a moment to speak things into existence, taking a moment to thank the creator that I've got breath. When we wake up in the morning, it is not a given, right? That is a blessing. Not everybody is waking up today. Not every single person is waking up today. Some people are not waking up today. So for me, prayer was really about saying thank you, saying thank you that every part of my body is still working. Every part of my body is still functioning. And in the last few years, not more than a few years, I've noticed and I've been around a lot of people that suffer with mental health. And in particularly in the Caribbean culture, it was something that was kind of blase that a lot of people didn't speak about, that people didn't tap into. And when you witness people close to you who struggle with mental health, as a matter of fact, I think that the majority of the population struggles with mental health, if I'm honest. Um, some people on a smaller degree, other people on a bigger degree. And when I started to observe that and notice it around me, I realized that it was important that we started the conversation about it we started to you know, tap into our judgments about it. We started to speak about what we really believe about it. And I also think now with the platforms like social media, you can see more and more and more people struggling with mental health. And so when I woke up in the morning, one of the first things that I would say is thank you God for allowing me to wake up in a healthy mind. In a healthy mind. We take so much for granted. And until you experience or see or witness some things that are on the opposite side of that, sometimes you could take for granted that you're waking up today in a healthy mind. That's major. There are several people who cannot decipher between a good decision and a bad decision. Cannot figure out like the next decision. So if you're in this room or you're listening to this podcast and you've woke up in a healthy mind, say thank you. You've woke up able to make choices. Say thank you. You've even woke up, say thank you. And so as I began my day and I go into prayer before I even step out of my bed, one of my favorite quotes was, when this woman's feet touch the floor, the devil gets shook right? I don't believe in a devil, like some kind of spook or anything outside of me. I don't believe in any of that. But it was just my own doubt, my own demons, my own dysfunction. Yeah, we're about to go to hell today. Because today I'm feeling to be great. Today, I'm choosing to step into everything that I told myself I couldn't. Today, I'm going to take the leap and the steps towards everything that I want. Today, I'm going to be more positive than I was any other day. Today, I'm going to take quantum leaps into the person that I am choosing to be. That's the kind of algorithm that I started to develop when I woke up in the morning. 
because so often it's easy to count ourselves out it's like yeah it's normal right so I started to pump myself up so I would start with prayer because before my feet (laughs) hit the ground yeah I was about to give earth hell today so that was my algorithm and then I would go into gratitude and I remember when I first started with gratitude child I was like thank you for my car thank you for my house thank you for my family and my friends and my parents and my job everything that was kind of like outside of me everything that was you know like materialistic or just not inside of me and so I had to learn how to really have gratitude and that was a process so I started by writing down 10 things each day that I was grateful for and I'm telling you it legit was thank you for my sons thank you for my job thank you for my car (laughs) thank you for all stuff like that And then my gratitude started to flip. And when my gratitude changed, my life changed. When I started to be grateful for the things that were inside of me, when I started to be grateful for the things that were not attached to anything, but you know, when I started to be grateful for things like, I am grateful to wake up in a healthy mind. I am grateful to wake up in good spirits. I am grateful that today I get to decide to be, have, do, think, whatever it is that I want. I am grateful to be standing in my truth, living my truth. I am grateful to create anything from nothing. I am grateful to be paid for just being me. When this became my language, when this became my gratitude list, when this became my algorithms, yo, when you decide to be grateful, everything that you're grateful for, guess what, guys? You produce more of it. So I started to recognize that the more I was grateful is the more that I got, the more that I was grateful is the more that I had because it was an energy that I was putting out. I was putting out gratitude, so I had to get it back. I was putting out that I was grateful. So I had more things to be grateful for. These are little tiny things that you can do every single day that make a profound difference in your life. Notice, I didn't say a small difference. I didn't say a big, I said a profound difference. And I'm starting this conversation here because yesterday where I'm talking about mental health, baby girl, baby boy, (laughs) your girl was outside. And when I say outside, I mean outside of myself. So story time. So I decided that my daddy, because he's so amazing. And as you can see, none of them are in here today because they must be wasted somewhere that they went to reggae races in, in Windsor Racecourse. And daddy kind of like treats us to treats every year. Yeah, we grown people, but we spoiled, spoiled. And he does it to all of his children. And so he kind of had this last minute plan to take us out and we were all going and it was all going great. It was all going well until I had to get dressed, okay? Now, when it comes to me getting dressed, I have always loved clothes, right? So, How now am I going to my wardrobe and nothing fits? When I tell y'all nothing fits, nothing fits. 
So I immediately, I'm like, okay, no, this is a joke. But I knew what I was about to do. So I was about to start beating myself up. I could hear it. I could feel the, the, the thoughts rolling in. They were all stacked, these old beliefs that were ready to just roll in. And I was like, mm-mm, what we ain't going to do is go there. What we're going to do is just go to the shop and find something else to wear. Now, the town that we live in, what shop wear? There ain't no shop to find nothing to wear, okay? I couldn't have got anything delivered in a couple of hours, but I was optimistic. So I was like, let's just go, let's go out. I decided to have a pamper day. I did my feet and my nails and I was just chilled. And I was doing things on purpose to override what was about to be a running train of negative thoughts because it is easy for me to beat myself up when it comes to weight. It's something that I've battled with for years to the point where when you are on a journey of either losing weight or recreating your body or shifting weight or building muscle, because I've done it where I want to get bigger glutes and bigger legs, so I'll work towards building my muscle. Or I've done it where I need to shred weight because I just feel like I'm mm, too big, so I need to lose weight. So I've done it on both scales, and it's stuff that I do whenever I just decide I want to change my body. However, when I'm just focused on feeling good, when I'm just focused on being the best version of myself, looking my best, feeling my best, have being healthy, it is light work. When I say it's light work, obviously I still need to put work in, but it's a lot easier. When I start with, oh, I need to be this size, or oh, I'm too heavy, or oh, why me? Oh, like, then it just goes a mess. Now, I decided to tell myself that I'm the fattest one, the ugliest one of my siblings, yada, 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 all of this mess, because that's just been the story that I've told myself for so long. So it's just easy that when a problem happens, that's where your mindset goes to. So I was like, we ain't gonna do this. So anyways, I pampered myself. I was feeling good, staying optimistic, went to the shops, brought like, guys, I wanna tell y'all, <laughs> like 10 outfits because I just needed to have an option. And guess what? None of them looked good. None of them had me feeling how I wanted to feel. None of, no, so guess what? I didn't go, I didn't go. I wasn't, everybody was calling my phone. It was getting on my nerves. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going, leave me alone. I'm not coming. No, I'm not just finding anything to wear. No, I'm not, no, no. And within that, right, I recognized there was a point where I just had to go to sleep because my mindset was just about to be pure negativity. Now, that may sound real simple to some of you guys, but if you've been on a journey of um, shifting weight, right, it is not easy in your head. It's not easy. It's not easy anyways. It's not easy to commit to going to the gym, to commit to eating healthy, to commit to figuring out what works for your body. But your actual mind conversation can be wild. Now, because of all of the research and all of the stuff that I do, plus guess what? I'm a dance fitness trainer. Oh, so I always feel like I need to look my best. I need to make sure that I feel my best because that's what I'm encouraging other people to do. So I have to be an example of that. Now, the worst part about this whole story is, guess what, guys? For the last one or two years, I have been consistent in working out like I've never been consistent before. How the hell am I bigger than I've ever been in my life? Bruh, that was the decision that made me think, hell no. Like, no, 
like no yes I can appreciate that it's been locked down so I can appreciate that although I'm working out more technically I'm not actually moving more because I'm not doing as much running around as I was normally be doing I'm not doing it um as much movement going to you know the different jobs that I normally do so I'm technically more static like more static so you take all of that into consideration, plus with a lot of the businesses and stuff I'm building, eating, yeah, forget about that. So I decided like, yo, the question before even all of this that I started my week with was, there's a space between where you are now and who you want to be or become. What are you willing to do with that space? How will you make your dash dance? How will you get there? And the only word that would come to my mind was discipline. It has to be discipline. And then the minute that I decided that, I was like, oh, hell no, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> because I was like, but I've been disciplined. But my thing is this, there are many layers to what you're going to go through. There are many layers to what you need to discipline yourself through. There are many layers to who you decide you want to be. The battle that I had with my weight in, in 2011, right? I know it first started about 2009. In 2009, just before I got pregnant with my second son, whoa, I danced somewhere. I saw a video and I was like, hell no, nah, we ain't going out like that. So I decided to start gym and Zumba and all of that stuff. That's kind of where it started from. And then I got pregnant and then it was, okay, it was kind of excusable. But guess what? After that baby, I was tiny. I had two children, I was smaller because I was going on a holiday. And then as the years kind of rolled on, I would always go on a holiday. So my holiday was kind of my motivation. Plus I was dancing a lot. So it, it really, it was just about feeling good, being able to perform. And so I was able to keep myself where I wanted to be. I've grown up now, apparently. I'm a bit more of a woman now. So I do not want to have the same body I had 10 years ago because it looks like a child. So I don't want that. However, <laughs> I do not want to go into the Primark to try on something and see a bag of rolls in my back. No, that is not my portion. I don't want it. So I have to decide to discipline myself into one, having better conversation with myself. Two, being grateful for where I am now. Being grateful for what I have now. Being grateful for the process. And then three, actually setting intentions, plans, structure, consistency, that's going to allow me to get to where I want to be. And all of this is a process. Now, the reason why I called this room, are you ready to change the game, is because in each of those steps, you know, the step one, where you're having to, like, look at your situation, or look at where you want to go, look at who you want to become, look at what you want to do, right? And then figure out a strategy, figure out how you're going to get there, figure out what needs to be done. And then three, actually implement it. Many people don't go through all three steps. Some people just look and think, oh, that's unattainable. Oh, I can't reach that. Oh, I've counted myself out. So they're not doing all of the steps to get to where you want to be. Now I'm just saying, just like everybody else, 
because I will show up and do my Monday morning motivation, or I will come on here and speak to you guys about being positive or giving you strategies and tips to build or grow or love yourself or change your mindset. It doesn't mean that I do not experience the exact same things that you do. I'm giving you guys just a small example and it may sound small to you, but it's huge to me. Do you know where that conversation takes me? Shut down, nobody needs to see you. Don't go nowhere, don't show yourself, do not come out because it is disgusting. And this is the kind of conversations that we have with ourselves subconsciously. These are the kind of agreements that we make to ourselves. This isn't about anybody else. This is about me versus me. This is about me wanting to be where I want to be. This is about me seeing myself how I see myself. And let me tell you what happened to top it off. So I came in, I finally decided I'm not going anywhere after I tried on everything, after my half my wardrobe is out on my bed. And if you know me, y'all know I got a lot of clothes and shoes and half of that was on my bed. And I was like, no, my body's changed, everything's changed. and I. I go through these seasons every so often where you change. So things that you wear, they don't suit you. So you just have to update your wardrobe, clear out some stuff, bring it in. The same way that I do that with my clothes, I do that with my thoughts. I do that with my house. Cleansing and clearing is a massive thing. Some people live cluttered. It is so important that you clear out and you release and you let go and you open up to allow new things to come in. And so underneath all of this conversation, I could hear like, wow, Tanya, this is a place for you to grow. This isn't a place for you to beat yourself up. This is a place where you have to come to acceptance with where you are now, have gratitude for where you are now, release some things, let go of some things and create room for more things to come in. And so I come to a place of peace and I'm like, cool, I'm going to sleep. My phone rings. As my phone rang, I was actually eating at the time. I'd just gone to eat. So I was eating and then I was thinking, right, I'm going to chill out. And as I opened the phone, the person on the phone said, why are you eating like a fat person? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, confirmation. <laughs> and I, I didn't even, guess what guys? I am not normally rude, but do you know what I done? I locked the phone, I hung up the phone. I ain't got nothing to say because what was about to come out of my mouth was gonna be disgusting. Guess what? I didn't have any conversation with that person. That person didn't know the day that I had, didn't know what I was going through, didn't know anything. But let me tell you, that is the kind of universe that we live in. We get back what we put out all of the time. And that was the real confirmation that I received. It was like, wow, T, this is really how you're speaking to yourself. And I was like, okay, universe, you could have slowed down a little bit, but guess what? If it can do that for my negative thoughts, it can do that for my positive thoughts. So which side of the fence do I want to play on? Which side of the field am I batting? Where am I standing? Where am I thinking from? Where am I putting things out from? And are you willing to look at your life like that and see, wow, I put this out, this is what I'm getting back, good or bad? Or are you the type of person that is only willing to accept that idea when it's something that you want? Because I just want to tell y'all the truth. It's happening with things that we don't want too. 
So maybe like I started this conversation with waking up in the morning, taking a moment for prayer, taking a moment for gratitude. Maybe if you start your day there and you hold yourself there throughout the day and you go to sleep on gratitude, maybe your lives will start to shift. Maybe that's how you can change the game. Because although I got confirmation in that moment, and although that actually brought me to tears, that it actually brought me to tears. Yo, I blacked out my whole room and I said, oh, this is how people go into depression. Because mm, they sit here and they think about all of the bad things. And I just watched myself. I legit watched myself do all of these things in a moment. And I was cracking up at myself, but at the same time, fully going through the process. The difference is, I'm not going to stay there. Another person is doing this exact same process in one area or facet of your life and you're taking yourself into the dark room and you're staying there. You are holding yourself accountable to these thoughts and stuff that don't serve you, to this place that you've actually outgrown. And sometimes the only reason why we experience these places again is so that we can see that we've outgrown it is so that we can completely and utterly release it and welcome something new in. But we've got to be willing to look at it like that. When you're willing to change your perspective, you're willing to change the game. When you're willing to change your perspective, you are willing to change the game. And in the end, when the person messaged me like, excuse me, I said, listen, you wouldn't even understand the conversation I've been having with myself. And I just didn't expect that comment, but I needed it. Because the truth of the matter is, I will say this all of the time. I believe my personal opinion and life has shown me on many, many different levels in many different people as well as myself that everything outside of us is simply a mirror of what's going on within us and it would have been easy for me to blame that person and say you're out of order technically they were just kind of even joking but actually it was what I was thinking and it just came back to me through a conversation and I was grateful I was so grateful. And so another part of this is, are you actually grateful for the space that you're in between who you are now and who it is that you want to become? Are you grateful in this space or are you resentful? Are you angry? Are you mad? Are you lacking discipline? Are you speaking to yourself negatively? Are you turning up your eyes at other people that are winning? Are you able to clap loudly? Because it will never be some people's turn because they're never willing to clap when another person is winning. And that level of ungratefulness keeps you where you are. And I will always be this transparent in my sharing because if I would have went out, I was gonna take a picture and I was gonna post the caption as what it is. Because sometimes you post a picture that looks perfect. We don't know what anybody's going through behind these pictures. We don't know what anybody's going through and trying to build their business or, or because they're showing up happy. We don't know what anybody's going through when we go out for coffee or lunch 
because many people are not willing to have hot conversations, honest, open, transparent. We have got so used to showing up in a way that will make other people happy or in a way that, you know what, there's no point in really talking about what I'm going through because nobody can help me anyways. But when I choose to be hot, I recognize how much it allows other people to be hot, how much it allows other people to be honest, open, transparent. And I will attract that kind of conversation that I had. Because I choose to be honest, everything that happens in the dark will come to light around me. I then woke up this morning to another conversation where it revealed more things that I've been asking about, questioning. It's like, they just came to me. Because I'm putting that honesty, that openness, that transparentness out into the universe, it has to come back to you. Sometimes it looks like life is lying to us because we're continuously lying to ourselves. And sometimes because you're on a journey of wanting to be better, of wanting to become better, of wanting to build more or experience more, you know, self-love, we can sometimes lie that we're happy in the positions that we're in and we're not. And it's when you bring yourself to that space of honesty, to that space of truth, that's where it allows you to create something different. That's where it allows you to experience something different. But again, you gotta be willing maybe to start your day with that conversation with yourself, with that prayer with the creator, with that gratitude. Because actually when you pick up that pen and that paper and you go to write down things that you can be grateful for and you can't even get to 10, how are you really choosing to live? How are you really choosing to be? There's millions of things to be grateful for, but can you find 10 a day? And so today I feel so good because that conversation that I had with myself, that experience that I allowed myself to go through, even just staying at home, I'm a family person. If y'all know me, I don't miss the party. I don't miss the party, I don't miss being there, but I needed to be with me. And I'm so grateful that I made that decision. I'm so grateful that I took that time. And as a result of that, I was able to sit within myself and be like, what is going to get you to where you wanna be? And the only word that screamed at me was discipline T. And I was like, ah, here we go again. Now I'm an acronym person. So I can do the word, but I like an acronym. So I'm gonna give you an acronym for discipline. Hopefully this will help some of you guys who might struggle with discipline like I did, who might think, nah, I'm a rebellious youth, so I'm gonna do everything apart from that. Discipline has changed the game for me. I heard on an audio, that discipline is the greatest form of self-love. And I said, that's all I needed to hear because I was already on a journey of loving myself. And I realized that it's a forever journey. Like I said, there's many different layers to it. There's many different facets to it. And in one season, you could be working on your health. 
The next season, you could be working on your goals. You know, the next season, you could be working on your quality time. But to be able to look at your life and say like, yo, where do I want to be? How will I get there? Discipline is what I had to start to have a relationship with. I can execute. That's not an issue. If I want something, I could go out there and get it. If I need to do something, I'm going to go do it. But being disciplined was different. And many of you know a decision that I made to be able to discipline myself was waking up at 5 a.m. It is uncomfortable. I don't know if it actually gets easier. But what I do know is just by that small commitment to myself, so much of my life began to change. It's little things that you can commit to. It's little things that change the game. But you've got to be willing to count yourself in. Waking up and writing down 10 things that you're grateful for is a little thing. Waking up and starting your day by having a conversation with you, a conversation with your creator, that's a little thing. Waking up and deciding to affirm who you are, what you are, what you're about to experience in your day before you get out of your bed and your feet touch the ground, that is a little thing. But years ago, I read a book called The Slight Edge. And in that book, he gives you some principles that you can apply every day to become successful. And one thing that stuck out, notice guys, I always say one thing, one thing. I take one thing and I run with it. I take one quote and I run with it. I take one idea and I run with it. And the one thing that I heard from Slight Edge was, when he was talking about the principles that you could do every day to make your life more successful, he said, they're so easy to do, but they're so easy not to do. And I was like, wait, that emoji where your head explodes. So easy to do that they're so easy not to do. It is so easy to wake up in the morning and spend five minutes with yourself. It is so easy to wake up in the morning and write 10 things that you're grateful for. It is so easy to commit to 15 minutes to 30 minutes of exercise a day. These are easy things. And guess what, babes? They're so easy that you can just not do them either. But I dare you, I dare every single person in this room right now, I challenge you all of you, and if you accept the challenge, then I want you to find me in one of my inboxes on Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook, or you can go to the Clubhouse email, which is shaketheroom underscore ch at mail.com and tell me that you accept the challenge and what your challenge is. But I dare you, I challenge every single person listening to this, to accept a 21 day challenge, just 21 days of waking up in the morning and before you step out of your bed, deciding to spend five minutes in your thoughts, five minutes in prayer, five minutes in a conversation with you and then writing down 10 things that you're grateful for. And wait, before you jump out of that bed, I want you to at least recite at least 10 affirmations or intentions that you're going to leap into in that day I challenge all of you so it'll be go time from tomorrow 
and before you go to bed each day and in the morning I want you to just write a little mental note of how you feel because I want to know in 21 days if it's so easy to do and it's so easy not to do what will happen I dare you I dare y'all to challenge yourselves to flip your morning routine to put something in place that is so easy to do, that it's so easy not to do. But I want you to tell me as a result of that, if you're living in more of a healthy mind, if you're feeling more positive and optimistic, if you're feeling more in control of yourself and your day, if your relationships start changing, if your conversations start changing, if your ability to be able to speak, walk and talk your truth starts changing, Notice, I didn't say go and read a book. Notice, I didn't say go and study a course. Notice, I didn't say go and run. I just gave you three things. Start with prayer, gratitude, and affirmations or intentions to kickstart your day. And tell me how you feel in 21 days. And it needs to be for at least 21 days consistently. If you miss a day, you start again. I challenge each and every single one of you. And it has to be before you get out of your bed. So for those of you that are doing 5 a.m. club with me, no, honey, this isn't what we're going to do in 5 a.m. This is what you're going to do before 5 a.m. It's time to change the game. And it's time to recognize that you are the game. You're, you're also the game player, but you're also the game master. So how are you playing? How are you playing? And here's something that I wrote to myself when I was doing this kind of stuff. And if you didn't know, you can purchase it on a mirror. So I put these words on a mirror because it was the conversation that I needed to have in the mirror. It was the conversation that I needed to speak into myself for when I have moments like I did yesterday. But when I have moments where I allow myself to break and I'm allowing myself to break because I know that with every opportunity that I allow myself to break, I allow myself to experience a breakthrough. And I'm not scared of breaking. I'm not scared of my darkness. I'm not scared of sitting in a dark room and coming out as the light. Some of us go into the dark room and we stay in there. And I'm saying, you got to go into that dark and be the light. You gotta go into the dark and draw yourself out. You gotta go into the dark and still look in the mirror of your darkness and say, yo, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not running from you. I'm not scared of you. I'm gonna face you and I'm gonna defeat you. I'm willing to defeat all of my demons. I'm willing to have a better conversation with myself about myself. I'm willing to see myself better. I'm willing to be better. And all of those things is gonna take discipline. It's gonna take some work, but I'm willing to do the work. I am willing to do the work. I am ready and willing, raw to my core to do the work. And as a result of that, like I've said many times before, 
like I just challenged you guys to a 21 day run of your morning routine, I challenged myself to 100 days of writing 100 love letters to myself because my language to myself was out. It was out. And this is one of the letters that I wrote and I put it on a mirror because I recognized just like yesterday, there was a moment where I was like, yo, I actually need somebody to remind me who the hell I am. Cause this ain't it. This is not it, Tanya. This is your limiting ideas entertained. This is the lies that are so easy to tell yourself. This is not it. You are not the ugly one, the fat one. The, you're not, but shut up. But I needed, at one point, I was like, I need somebody to remind me who I am. And I stopped in the moment and I said, T, that's why you've built everything that you've built. Because we don't always have somebody to remind me who we are. So therefore, we've got to be that reminder to ourselves. And this is called, I believe in you. I believe in you. I just hope, hold only positive energy that you find your push, persist until something happens, that jump out of bed early remedy, that I got this vibe. I hope you always do things that make you feel alive. Push through, take a chance on you. I am rooting for you. I believe in you. And it's so simple. But how much of us have hope? Hold only positive energy. How much of us push, persist until something happens? How much of us jump out of bed with I've got this vibe? How much of us do that every single day of our lives? So I pray that when you wake up tomorrow, you don't only give thanks that you've woke up in a healthy mind, but you have gratitude, real gratitude that you have some affirmations and intentions to walk into your day with. And I pray that you take at least five minutes talking with you, talking with your creator, sitting in your own energy before you give any of that energy to the world. And I pray that in 21 days, something has shifted and something has changed. I pray that you give yourself that space and that time and that discipline to get there. So I've got an acronym for you for discipline too. And here it is. So D is for deciding. Remember, we spoke about decisions and choices before. The choice is when you're at the fork road and it's got a couple of options to take. But when you decide is when you start stepping down the path. Decide who you wanna be. Decide what goal you're running after. Decide how you wanna feel. Yo, that's so important. We act like we can't decide how we want to feel. Decide. And when you decide, we come to I, investigate. Investigate what resources you're going to need. Who are you going to need to be around? What type of things are you going to have to put in place? What's going to help you? What's going to support you? What's going to nourish you and nurture you? And then S, structure. <laughs> that ain't everybody's portion, but I'm gonna need you to pick it up. I'm gonna need you to put some structure in place that's gonna support you. That's gonna make those goals attainable. 
that's going to make or you know that feeling that you want to have what are you going to put in place that's going to allow it to manifest and then we're going to have to develop some consistency 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 means we keep going we keep going you guys know when you go to a restaurant and you order whatever it is that you want, you expect that order. And guess what, guys? If you get the wrong order, you send it back to the kitchen and you say, yo, can I have another one? But you don't doubt that you're not going to get it. We need that same level with whatever it is that we're working towards. Yes, there might be bumps and roundabouts and stoplights along the way, but we're still going towards the destination. And so it's gonna take consistency. Whatever you put in place in terms of the structure, what are you going to do to be consistent about it? And then you gotta do something, baby girl, baby boy. You're gonna to have to implement. I implement these things. So we already decide that we're gonna be consistent and we're gonna to continue to implement the, the new ways of being. So for instance, if I'm working towards, right, I want this body, I'm gonna to have to be consistent about going to gym. It's not gonna be good enough for me just to work out once or twice a week. No, I'm gonna to have to be consistent. Am I working out daily? Am I having a rest day? Am I implementing enough cardio? Am I having the right food? And so you need a plan. You need a plan. And the reason that I love a plan is because guess what, guys? You don't change the goal. You always stick to plan A. There is no plan B. But you might have to navigate it differently at times. But you don't need a backup plan. You stick to plan A. You stick to plan A. Yesterday, we was listening to an audio and it literally confirmed when you start working on plan B, guess what, guys? It takes away your energy and effort from plan A. So we stick to plan A. But if you don't have a plan, what are you sticking to? So we have a plan. And guess what? The minute you plan, <laughs> you know what happens? Your limiting ideas show up. The lies reveal their self. Limiting ideas entertained. So get, have a relationship with them. Figure out what it is that you're telling yourself. Are you saying to yourself, oh my God, I can't do the exercise because I'm too heavy. I can't do it because my knees are bad. I can't do that because I don't have a degree. I can't do that because I don't have enough time. These are lies because you can make time. You don't have to be qualified in terms of a degree or a certain education to be in the position that you want to be in. YouTube is a bad boy university. So is Amazon. You can buy books and you can invest in yourself. And that brings us to I, invest in yourself. Invest in what it is that you need, that you want to become, that you want to be, that you want to do. Invest in it and learn to ignore everything that may be knocking you off your path. And it brings us to N, notice. Notice how you're being. And serve notice on your doubt, dysfunction and fears. So pay attention, notice how you're being, who you're becoming, 
what you're doing, your attitudes, your behaviors, your thoughts, your mannerisms, and serve notice on the ones that do not serve you. And then eBaby execute period. It doesn't matter what's happening or what's not happening, execute. Execute at all cost. And there you have it, an acronym for discipline. So I pray that this morning's conversation has been good to you. I pray that it's been fruitful to you. At this minute, if anybody's got any questions, ideas, thoughts from this conversation, please do come up to the stage and have a convo with me. If you needed to hear this, let me know. If it's inspired you to do something, let me know. If you're accepting the challenge, let me know. If you've experienced something similar, let me know. But please, at this minute, if you want to come to the stage and just let us know how this conversation has been for you. If you've taken any tips, strategies, food for thought or food for your soul, then let me know. I'm playing some music and hopefully some people's will come up to the stage. love that line i've got mountains to climb and the enemy can't stop me because there's a calling on my life period this is one of them songs that when i was having one of these wilding out moments years ago this song just brought me back to peace because it reminded me that there are some battles that you're gonna have to fight <laughs> but you know what i'm feeling a win everyone grand rising miss cc you had sleep girl just about i'm half there i'm half not but that ain't the problem okay mm. i missed some of the rain because i was genuinely knocked out I came in and got exactly what I needed, and I love that. Amen. I mean, in, in this point um, of time, it being summer holidays, it being a time where, for me, I, I literally tend to just be off mummy duty, off everything. I just want to chill. Um, I really get into the vibes of summer, just enjoying and embracing and. Um, making memories with my children and all of the rest of the children that I love to have over the summer and I came in and you were talking about discipline and I was like that's exactly what I needed to hear then you broke it down and I was like there you go now you've got a guide now you've got steps now you've got a way to make discipline a reality and I do believe that I'm quite a disciplined person in certain aspects but um, for example, I was out yesterday. I didn't get up to do like my 5 a.m. this morning, but I've woken myself up with enough time to say, okay, I still need to get up before my children. That's discipline. I still need to make sure that I'm giving time to myself before I give to them. That's discipline. I still need to make sure that I've done what I need to do. So um, I am accepting your challenge. I would just like to say I'm accepting your challenge. Woo, 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 woo. And this is going to be a big thing for me because I'm already up at 
by like for family prayer but it is going to mean setting my alarm clock 15 minutes earlier to commit to myself to get in my extra bit in the morning which i'm more than happy to do because discipline is my portion in this season love that yes and that's me you can hear these words you can hear discipline and actually you can be disciplined in what's comfortable but how do you implement it in areas that are not comfortable but actually that's where you're going to grow um, even the fact that I'm showing up here and I'm apparently going to be here a week is new for me. I take summer off. I've been doing it for years. It is a part of what I do and I love to do it. But because I'm building something new in this season, I'm having to do something different. And so I'm having to be disciplined in a way that I have not been disciplined in many other years of my life. And it's not necessarily comfortable when I've got to do a load of admin and yada, 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 the boring stuff. But guess what? I want a different result. So I have to do something different. So that is why I'm here. That's why I'm pressing through. That's why I'm showing up. And that's why I'm sharing this with you guys. I am you. You are me. We go through the same things. Imagine that shit. We do. Same shit, different pile. How are we going to clean it up? And I pray that discipline helps you guys change the game. I hope, I hope that your morning routine changes the game. Observe, observe. Why do I sound like I can't say that word today? Observe how you feel. Observe how you feel through the process. Because it is a process. It's always a process. Say, um, I was sitting here and like we set daily intentions like through our elevate space and um we have something to focus on this morning i was listening to you and i was like oh my god discipline discipline and it's interesting because it's something that for myself i was like this is something that i want to make sure i keep with my children over summer and i have um we have a mantra in my house which my children like i really vibe with and we work with and that mantra is do what you've got to do so you can do what you want to do. And this is what you brought home for me again this morning in this conversation. So um, I say it to my children, so anytime they want to do something, I'm like, okay, what do I need to say? And all of them from three-year-old right up to the 15-year-old, they'll say, do what you want to do, do what you've got to do so you can do what you want to do. I love that. And I think that that is a principle <laughs> that I can definitely adapt. Because <laughs> mine is normally... Do what you want to do so you can do what you got to do. <laughs> but I'm going to use it the correct way, which is do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. And obviously, even for me, in building legacy right now. So when I say legacy, I'm talking about uh, changing the game and what I want to do with property and what I want to do with money. And that's a different conversation but it most certainly boils down to me doing what I have to do so I can do what I want to do. Many of us look great. Do you understand? On the outsides, we look successful. But technically, when you're gone and you're no longer here, what is the legacy that you've built? What is the legacy that will continue? And that's a big conversation for me right now especially because all of my grandparents have passed. I feel the baton so heavy in my hand and I just want to make sure that legacy really is 
passed on and that it continues way past me so it's time it's energy it's effort it's work it is work and I think that I personally don't believe in hard work I believe in smart work and heart work but I'm willing to do the work and I'm willing to put the time in grand rising miss Tina grand rising ma'am how art thou I just wanted to say that um, it's great to hear the day that you had. Um, I know that it's not often that you get stuck in a thought process. Um, and yesterday, it's just great to hear your humanness <laughs> um, of how you process that. Because sometimes when we go to the front to speak, you know, people can assume that there's some level of perfection. So it's just great to hear that you had to go through your own processing and your own journey with your thoughts around X, Y, and Z. However, the impact sometimes of us, so last night I had a conversation with Bev because I actually went into a space, I was overwhelmed. I, I had things that I had um, given my word to and I'm, I'm building a relationship with my word this month and I had given my word to myself to do certain things yesterday. Daddy was treating the girls and Claudine said, Mum, are you able to look after the children as Jalil was supposed to? Uh, Batania um, was meant to bring him. Batania's had this difficult day, so it's now impacted. And Claudine, I believe, deserves, she does so much for us in terms of supporting us with our other children or the family, the children in general. So it was like, yep, yeah, I'll have, I'll have um, Ramon. Now, I had only had one hour of sleep due to the six kittens. Great, that is just fantastic. I didn't expect this new level, but hey. So I had Ramon, and as I said earlier on, Ramon ended up accidentally, of course, not listening, and he fell on one of the kittens, who's now um, quite damaged. And I required some kind of help, so I rang. I was like, somebody help, tried to get my accountability buddy her son had her phone, so I was like, okay, let me speak to Bev. So I reached out to Bev. And I had to just catch myself because some mornings you guys see me with on, in our 5 a.m. club and my face looks like thunder. And sometimes, like you said, Tanya, it's just that little tiny thing that probably went wrong and or, or out of my control or where I wasn't my word, and then it spirals. So I've, I've been taking account of that and I've been seeing where that happened. So I just wanted to catch myself. So it was great to have somebody within our circle to help me to catch myself, to help me to process, okay, what do I need to do in future that is gonna, you know, help me to be disciplined, helped me to, yeah, I, I you know, there's never a problem with me having my, my grandchildren. But part of that conversation was like, I caught that for the probably the longest time. Daddy always looked great because he turned up, he treated you lot, he did this. I would be supporting you guys with the menial things. And it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I just caught that daddy looks good. Mommy, what she does is like a grant, it's like a taking for granted. Now, that's not your thoughts. That was my thoughts of myself and where I give and where I serve. So I caught that yesterday in the conversation that I had out loud. Yeah, and I just released it because everything is everything. So the same way that you were going through your thought, Tanya, with regards to the weight journey and how disciplined you are and everything like that, I, I'm a person that I'm always structuring things for my family. I love my family and I want to give every aspect of me to my family. 
But honestly, this seventh grandchild of mine, wow, the relationship for me to discipline him. <laughs> it's very, very different. It's very, very different. And I was like, I'm, I don't want to crush him because sometimes in the past, us grandparents, myself, is do this, do that. And I want to have a different relationship with him because he's very intentional and he has a perspective that I am still finding a relationship with. So, yeah, that's how, that's, I just wanted to say sometimes when we're not disciplined, it kind of offsets on other things. And it's so funny because when we're connected as a family, one thing shifting. So I shift to allow for Claudine and then there's a shift that I'm then having to deal with. So, yeah. It's very interesting because it does have effects and when I got back obviously it was still I was still happy to drop Jalil so he could look after the kids and bless him he's just grateful to have his summer <laughs> um but also I ended up having more nieces and nephews here and when I'm in a mood listen to me right now it's not safe for anybody to be around me it's not safe because I don't say a damn thing but my energy screams, do not, don't, don't make, don't mess up. Don't say nothing to me, just leave me be. And it's really funny that you had that level of awareness because as I came back and I thought, wow, when um, people go to these spaces within their self and life is still happening, you still got things you need to deal with, you still got things you need to handle, you still got things you need to take care of, but it has an impact, right? And I automatically thought, when am I shipping these children out of here? When are they going to their dads? <laughs> and I laughed at myself because, again, with me taking summer off, I always take time for me. When you're a parent and you're doing things by yourself and you do that, what, 50-something weeks of the year, I feel do not feel any guilt at all when I have two or three weeks off to myself. I actually think that it's healthy and I actually think that it's important. And as I watched myself think, as I watched my energy walk around the house, I was just like, wow, how many people may not have this level of awareness for their self? So they're walking around with thoughts, ideas, energies, and all of this stuff. And it is actually having an impact on the people and things around them. And yet they're not commun they're not able to communicate what it is they're experiencing. And I really just started to look at the conversation on so many different levels. And it was funny because, again, I went to the shop, ran into someone I used to work with. And they said to me, oh, Tanya, I see you on Facebook. I need help. Like I shout at my kids real bad. I literally have about 10 mental breakdowns a week. <laughs> And I laughed out loud because I was just like, you see, the universe is always giving you signs. It's always giving you confirmation. And I said to her, I'm good at assessing myself. I'm good at recognizing when something triggers me, what triggers me, why it triggers me, how I'm being triggered. What am I going to do with that trigger? And I do all of that in a day. I don't need to wait a week. I don't need to wait months. I, I'm very quick to process. But what alarmed me about her and I said to her is, you're doing this and actually you're teaching your children that that's how to react. So when pressure happens, that's how you continuously react. That's not healthy to teach your children that. And so 
we can the conversation continues but it's about having awareness and when you're choosing to be disciplined the reason why i broke down the acronym in that way is because it allows you to have awareness where you're able to investigate where you're able to structure where your limiting ideas are revealed where you're serving notice on your doubt but you're also noticing your behaviors your attitudes that's a part of having discipline because I was at rage yesterday with my weight. And I said to myself, well, cool, I'll just go to the gym then. I'll just eat salads. This was the type of attitude I was having with myself. Cool, I'll go to the gym every day, it's not hard. I'll walk for 45 minutes and I'll eat three meals a day. Of, And I said to myself, bruh, you ain't gonna get no results with that attitude. You could do all of the work, but your thought process is negative what you're putting out is negative bye have a good day what you're putting out is negative so you cannot expect to be wanting good results but you're putting out pure negative energy some of us any time that something is triggered within us we react the same and we're not catching our reactions we're blaming this and that and this and that and blame, blame, blame. And it's like, yo, when are you going to take responsibility that actually you don't function well under pressure? You don't function well with change. You don't function well when things are not in your control. That's an honest conversation with yourself. And then you're able to say, okay, cool. How can I function better under pressure? How can I function better when things are out of my control? How can I function better when I'm triggered? But we've got to be willing to have the conversation. So it's been a great morning again. You tell me, yes. Actually, when you started from, you're speaking about mental health. Yeah. It's so funny because as you said, um, you know, I'm aware of the black community's conversations around that and mental health is our thinking. And sometimes we're just doing the same thinking to, to things that happen and we're doing it, we're processing it the same way, we're doing the same thing. So I would notice that with my my weight and I would notice that with, okay, so I'm going to reach for my packet of crisps and they're going to make me feel great, you know, and it's a, it's a habit and, and it's probably the habit that doesn't best benefit us that we go to. And that is how healthy is our mental health are thinking how healthy is our thinking so when you're speaking about mental health it's like how healthy is your thinking and are you giving time and focus to your thinking to allow it to be trained to have healthier habits so i, I think sometimes people don't hear that that is yeah you continue that thinking and it's like blame 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 and not ownership and not how can i improve this what can i do to change this and yeah, I, I have definitely heard in myself, I am the one that, you know, like you said, it's holidays and it's like, where's daddy or da da da, you know, I heard that. I was like, wow, everything that I do, it's like I'm helping, but it's not the fun things. I don't really have that relationship with the fun things. So I caught that. And also, again, it boils down to the conversation that you have with you. Do you understand? That's the most important conversation. We want to, it, it sounds crazy, but actually for the majority of people, people are, are happy to look at themselves in a bad light, period. For whatever reasons, 
And so th that's why some people overcompensate. That's why people need validating. That's why people want to be seen, want to be heard, want to do this. And it's like when you just sit in your own lane, when you just actually sit in your own lane, listen, the information that I, that I have, the knowledge that I have, the wisdom or awareness that I've picked up from books, audios, reading, studying, I wouldn't care to share it with anybody to be seen or to be heard or to look successful. No, I couldn't give a shit about any of those things. The only reason that I share it is because I'm like, do you know how this has changed my life? Oh my Jesus, do you know how I've been able to create like legit things that I want? Do you know how I've woke up in my prayers? Oh my God, that feeling is like, oh, uncomparable. And so if I can share some of it and give someone else that feeling, give someone else that awareness, give someone else that power, I'm going to do it all day. But there's another level of it that because you're on this path and you do that, then you're expected to. I couldn't care. Because also the amount of times that I see people, yeah, I'm good. God's got me. I'm on the right path. Yada, 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 yada. Boom, crash, bang. And the only thing that they're actually really doing is saying, yeah, God's got me, I'm on the right path. Life is good, I'm purpose, I'm living my best life to crash. Yeah, good, I'm up. There's really no difference. There really is no difference. And I'm the kind of honest that I will just say like, <laughs> that's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. And it is because of that mindset. It is because of being trapped. And not willing to be like, you know what? No, I'm actually really going to cross this shit off my list once and for all. I don't actually have to do that anymore. Like, I don't, why was I even doing that? And again, that's why I will go into learned behaviours. I will go into what's been programmed, what's been taught, what's learned. And a lot of the stuff and a lot of the ways that we choose to be, it really isn't us as such. It's just that we haven't given ourselves permission to let it go and do something else. We saw that when mummy got mad or depressed, she went to her bed. We saw that when uncle got mad, he smashed a wall. So you've just made some of these things acceptable. They're not necessarily who we are. But are you willing to relearn something? And that's just where we got to get to, in my opinion, you know, allowing yourself to be, really be in your own energy. I felt so bad that, you know, dad had wanted us to all go out. And I was like, you know what? I have to do this for me. Because if I would have been out with my stink ass mood, no one would have wanted to be around me anyways. And that's at the end of the day, you've got to sit with you. You've got to sleep with you. You've got to wake up with you. Make sure that you're allowing yourself to wake up in the best space ever. Go to sleep in the best space ever. Experience the day in the best space ever. And notice, I didn't say in a good space, because that's as well why some people are filled with so much trauma and dysfunction because they don't accept it. I'm willing to accept my trauma, willing to dissect my trauma, willing to look at, assess and understand my dysfunction because we've all got it in us. But if we can't see it, maybe that's the issue. 
if we can't have a relationship with it, maybe that's the issue. And the issue is, it's just you. So just dissect it, you know. I personally believe when you hear healthy, you hear heal thy. So if it's a healthy mindset, heal thy mindset. If it's a healthy body, heal thy body. If it's healthy emotions, heal thy emotions. Healthy. That's all it is. And that's how we get there. So it's been a great conversation. Again, as always, thank you guys so much for joining me this morning. I pray that you all accept the challenge. And if you didn't know what the challenge is, I am challenging you to a 21 day morning routine, five minutes minimum with yourself in a conversation or prayer before you get out of bed writing down at least 10 things that you are grateful for and then going into 10 affirmations or intentions for the day before you get out of your bed. If you skip a day, you need to go back. Keep us posted on your journey through the email address, which is shaketheroom underscore ch at mail.com or you can pop into any one of my inboxes and let me know that you accept the challenge and how you feel as a result of the challenge. I'm gonna mark 21 days from tomorrow and then I'm gonna hold everybody accountable to whoever accepts the challenge and see what it does for you and you know if it does anything. And also share the challenge with your friends or family if you feel like you get seven days in and you're like, wow, this is making me wake up more positive. Oh, I'm feeling more optimistic. Oh, I'm feeling good. Then make sure you share this challenge with anybody else. We are in the business of taking notes, being notes and sharing notes. So have an awesome day. And I'm going to actually share some affirmations just to go out of the room. Can you, can you For discipline. I absolutely can. So I gave you an acronym for discipline. I broke it down, but I'm going to just give you the words so that you can take it. And obviously you can catch this on a replay, guys. Hold me accountable to uploading all of the replays from like the last four weeks. I'm going to get it done today. Um, and I'll let you guys know once they're up. But the acronym for discipline, which I shared today is decide, investigate, structure, consistency, implement, plan, limiting ideas, entertain, which is your lies, ignore, so you want to ignore all of them lies or things that are knocking you off your path, notice, you want to serve notice on your doubts and any disbeliefs, but you also want to notice your own behaviours, thoughts, and patterns, and then E is execute. So decide, investigate, structure, consistency, implement, plan, limiting, ignore, notice, and execute. I pray that it's useful to you, and I pray that you are disciplined in all you are and all that you do, because discipline is the greatest form of self-love, and honey, it helps you change the game. Let's go out to some affirmations. I surrender to the power of divine within me. Surrender.
surrender to the power of the divine within me. Tapping into the wisdom of my heart and the brilliance of my mind. Tapping into the wisdom of my heart and the brilliance of my mind. I radiate love and compassion. My energy invites great things to happen. I radiate love and compassion. My energy invites great things to happen. I am financially free. Money flows easily and consistently to me. I am financially free. Money flows easily and consistently to me. I am the greatest alchemist of all time. Thank you so much for being here.